voter ID is racist? How else can you tell MS-13 apart with all that shit on their face? Voter ID is racist. Does Julio Silverblade the third have to pass a sudden height requirement I don't know about yet? Offended yet? Then go woke yourself! Chances are you're triple vaxxed and your heart is a ticking time bomb waiting to go off anyway. Ronnie Bonbon, get well, get safe. You inspired a prayer, which I never do before my shishi bitch tuna melt supreme with my three kids. And that prayer was that all these evil, psychopathic fucktards eternally pay for causing endless harm to children for mere financial gain. Amen. Lord, I know you're going to come through. Allah! For God righting wrongs. Thank you very much! I just read about a Muslim girl prom. It was a Muslim all-girl prom in Detroit. So the prom was like mine. Hork free. <laughs> Except it was held in a prom room in some mosque in Detroit. <laughs> Instead of uh, taking a stretch limo to the South Street Seaport to smoke a blunt and to go to the limelight, which is an abandoned church. Turned into a raver palace, made famous by Macaulay Culkin and Party Monster, where they bury some person inside that church, I think. <laughs> and so, yeah, so there's that difference, too. <laughs> and also the fact that I don't think that the old girl Muslim prom uh, eventually went to the abandoned church in Manhattan called the Limelight uh, that had access to pure MDMA, which we didn't. But if we stuck around long enough, we would have because it was... Uh, trans topping nation night before that was a thing. Holla! Thank you very much. <laughs> so I worked as an IT recruiter. I've worked as an IT recruiter since Y2K, and I've never been a rainmaker. I'm more of what you call a trickler, <laughs> but. I have lasted in that business longer than others. And I've done deals with major companies, Fortune 500 companies, JP Morgan Chase, WellPoint Health Networks, Amgen. And during my IT staffing journeys, where I've been fired more than a Palestinian slingshot because I don't always hit my quota. Uh, I'm louder than Busta Rhymes at a midnight showing of higher learning. My vanity vagina flares up when my fantastic punchline-driven prose isn't recognized by Hollywood yet, and I start using the office to Xerox copies of my Always Sunny Philadelphia script to send out to Hollywood. So either my vanity vagina flares up and sabotage new job opportunity, I get burnt out of being a glamorized indentured servant slash 
schmuck in a headset. And or you have people like Stink Halsema that I kill myself for and I do a bunch of deals and then she wants to exploit me for all I'm worth because I decided to take like a day off and she's in Israel and you know I need to be holding down the fort for Stink Halsema when all I'm doing is giving her alley-oops for more candidates to do deals with. <laughs> but what I've learned during my IT staffing journey is this, is that ISIS aren't good recruiters. All they do is target other lonely virgins on WhatsApp and on Facebook Instant Messenger who wish their phones blew up. And how does killing the second head of ISIS make it easier for them to recruit? Like their head of talent acquisition would ever honor a non-compete with Al-Qaeda. And just to reminisce a little, remember when Obama Be Good rebranded ISIS, ISIL, so they'd sound more startup friendly in the New York Times? Now that is an Obama accomplishment for you. That and making All Lives Matter, the new N-word, and new gifting Iran, 150 billion large before slithering out the door so he can create overseas manufacturing jobs in Iran for Build-A-Bear to make the Iranian economy less dependent on the sale of hair removal chest creams for the Kardashians. And of course, this is before uh, Obama had his uh, personal chef uh, disappear in, in Martha's Vineyard because I think it's because uh, Obama is still consoling himself uh, for uh, Chipmunk Chucker, that being Seth Curry, for him being knocked out of the NBA Finals by the Serbian uh, white nationalist, Jokic. <laughs> So I th I think that Obama like yeah personal chefs great everything I mean I love my avocado goat cheese salad with my champagne vinaigrette but what I really need to console my black supremacist blues right now is a Snickers bar hid in my man cave in Martha's Vineyard behind a giant box of duct tape from Costco and. I think, like, maybe he's like, Jeff, I caught him in the act and read into, you know, post that picture on Twitter, uh, you know, and throw in the hashtag Joan Rivers lives. And then from there, he, uh, you know, had to call the Muslim Brotherhood uh, to uh, silence him permanently. <laughs> So much for uh, being in a airy, loosey-goosey, um, definitely loosey-goosey, but uh, so much for me uh, delivering airtight punch-on-driven pros tonight. <laughs> so, I feel awful about what happened to LeBron James' son. He had a heart attack. He's 17. He's heading to USC. Uh, next year, chances are, chances are he'll never play basketball again. And I know that LeBron's dream was to play with his son in the NBA one day. Really good-looking kid. And 
So again, I mean, I dump on LeBron a lot. I know he pushed the clutch shot. I know that, you know, him and CCP, S-U-C-K-I-N-G, but I can't even fathom the freaking fear of God in my freaking chest, on my anus hole, being in an ICU. It's a learning that my son just had a fucking heart attack at 18. So for all those assholes out there that say, oh, well, you know, it's just, it's a known side effect. You know, people, athletes always had heart attacks. And it's like, no, there was Len bias, and that's because he did blow it, and he never did blow before. That was it. Let's end it there. So, I mean, look, you know, people say that, I read some articles where, he wasn't like a guarantee shoo-in to be like a star in the NBA. But, hey, wouldn't that be something else if LeBron James' son in the end became this like leading spokesperson against this fucking poison that's been forced upon the universe? Would that be an amazing story? Like, who would predict that turn of events? I mean, that would be something else, right? To prove that, the, you know, there's more to this world than, you know, just freaking, you know, pleasing their, uh, their money masses in, in Wuhan, right? So... You know, God, uh, I know they said that you worked in mysterious ways. This would be uh, beyond mysteriously awesome. So we're calling this podcast Mysteriously Awesome. Ah, Ronnie Braun, come through big time for Bel Air and Friends. Thank you very much. So I was going to share some new material with you, but I really want to go on the Peloton right now. But I'll sample you something that's new, that's fresh off the press. It's called Sobriety Straining. D-list. Sober celebrities are sobering reasons to say semi-sober. Kelly Osborne, Chrissy Teigen, Chrissy Teigen, the name's still not causing any brand name recognition. <laughs> Kelly Osborne, Unhuggable Cunts, teamed up with Trans Chucky on Fashion Police, ruined it forever after Joe Nervous got killed. But you know who? Uh, Kelly Osborne, Chrissy Teigen, Mueller, Mueller. Chrissy Teigen, scrunchy face, cunt breath, vegan, any takers? Mueller, Mueller. Kelly Osborne, Chrissy Teigen, and Doc Shepard is the best we could do, America? <laughs> These are the, uh, the four glorious mugs I have to see on Google. These are the D-list sober celebrities that I have to see on Google when I type in sobriety because I forgot how to spell it. <laughs> like, has their existence ever triggered helpless fits of fruitless despair? <laughs> Shit, I'd rather go temporarily blind like Jamie Foxx to block out that blah-hued blurb of sober celebrities when googling the spelling of sobriety ever again my chest 
Cannabis shops are dreamy, aren't they? You don't have to schlep to Amsterdam, which I'm assuming has morphed into a full-blown no-go zone area these days. The red light district loses appeal when X hamster allows you to tap into your frugal-minded Jewish side too. <laughs> Holy shit, I get to forcibly inject my perverseness in the form of chatty free verse. <laughs> it's like blogging, except my blog readers can't mute me in real time. AI is definitely working on that next. Trans dolls has muted you for repeating yourself in your mind again. Come up with new sexual commons and we'll talk foregone conclusion 76. <laughs> I should have said, and we'll talk at foregone conclusion 76. <laughs> Today, I leave a cannabis shop in Danbury, Connecticut, down the street from Trader Joe's, and I comment to this inked out dude next to me. Every time I leave a cannabis shop with a fresh tin of pristine bud for 40 bucks, I feel like I just snagged the last batch of mushroom turnovers from Trader Joe's four times over. <laughs> but seriously, every time I leave a cannabis shop in Danbury, Connecticut, I feel blessed knowing I don't have to worry about getting my white privilege choked out of me at Red Door in the South Bronx for the privilege of sprayed weed that tastes like Windex. Granted, all lives matter wasn't the new N-word in 1994, but you get the gist. Sobriety. Straining. Holla! Thank you! Very much! So, the bottom line is that I wrote that piece so I could justify getting a little bit lit tonight and maybe having a tasty hot butcher brew because I feel like I haven't truly celebrated in style yet. Mano a mano, <laughs> me, myself, and my dick later my wife's asleep to celebrate my glorious four-star review of Ways of Height, really short stories. So again, I want to thank uh, all my fans, old and new, for making that book possible. You guys are the greatest open mic in the universe. Uh, you inspire me to you know push myself to come up with better, fresher, funnier writing. And that moves me. And I love you for it. So uh, thank you again. And one more time, I want to give a holla for Mysteriously Awesome. Thank you very much.